Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following content is brought to you by Mr. Fister, Eric Smith, Orange Thunder, and Abigail 13. Welcome back to episode 592 of Nintendo Switchcraft. That's right, it's Nintendo Switchcraft. It is the show that you want to make sure that you subscribe to if you are interested in Nintendo news. Comes out three days a week on Mondays, or I'm sorry, on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I record it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but it doesn't come out until the next day. I do record the show live, however, so if you want to Make sure that you get a chance to watch. Make sure that you head on over to uh, runjumpstomp.com and there is a link that will take you to my Twitch channel and my YouTube channel and our community Discord and all of that other stuff. Let's get started with the show. We've got some Nintendo news to talk about. We're going to talk about a little bit of copy-pasting going on. Some because I think they're lazy and some because they're salty. And I really appreciate the salty copy-paste. Uh, we've got some Pikachu codes available if you are into the Pokemon games. Uh, there's pins that are sort of maybe available. I couldn't figure it out, uh, which was irritating. And we might even have a little bit of the mailbag here. So let's let's actually get started on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. There has been evidence in the past that EA has a tendency to copy and paste some of the games that they put out, especially the games that they put out every year. Games like Madden and FIFA and other sports game that I can't think of. Um, Whatever the game is, if EA is putting out a yearly version of it, you can be sure That at some point you're going to find a reused texture or something like that that says the previous year's information on it. Uh, We've seen that a whole bunch of times. Well, FIFA, I mean, look, EA has been reselling you the same game for full price every year for a long time. And uh, FIFA is no different. You know, obviously sometimes they update it, but then they go a couple of years just doing the same thing it's a roster update and honestly it should just be dlc in my opinion um but they did it again uh with the fifa 21 legacy edition on nintendo switch and uh basically it's a copy paste of of the last year's game with a couple of things a couple of small things changed now i'm not somebody who plays fifa um, it's, you know, a simulation sports game, which is completely uninteresting to me. Um, but man, could EA get more lazy when it comes to porting FIFA to the switch? If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Of course, that's not really an option. And here's why it's not actually an option. The reason it's not really an option is because 
every year EA is contractually required. This is my understanding. I don't have inf inside inf information. This is my understanding. But um, EA is contractually required to release FIFA on all platforms that it's available for. So that means that they have to make a Nintendo Switch version. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be significantly different than the previous year's version. And so the FIFA 21 Legacy Edition for Nintendo Switch is essentially the same thing as FIFA 20 Legacy Edition on Nintendo Switch. They copied and pasted. And, uh, you know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't sell this same game to people all over again uh, with a couple of roster updates. It's nonsense. And IGN, IGN called them out. They called them out. They said, and this is a quote from their actual website. I absolutely love this. Seeing as EA copied and pasted last year's FIFA onto Switch again this year, once again saying it has the same gameplay without any new development or significant enhancements, on its store page for the full price of $50, I've decided to do the same and copy and paste my review of FIFA 20 on Switch Below as my review of FIFA 21. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, Simon Cardi of IGN, well done. That is the saltiest, uh, the saltiest move of the day, and I love it. I think you've done a wonderful service uh, calling out EA for their nonsense, for their shenanigans. And uh, you know what? They shouldn't do things like that. Now, you know, people in chat are like, I like EA sometimes. And I agree. Like, sometimes they make games that I like. I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Apex Legends. That game is really, really rad. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, another really, really good game. Just because it has EA's name on it does not necessarily mean that it's automatically bad. But I will say that more, more often than not, EA stuff is usually not for me. Uh, usually unimpressed with what they do. However, I'm, I'm usually somebody that will give somebody the, the, the benefit of the doubt. And in this case, they came right out on their, on, on the, on their actual store and said without any new development or significant enhancements. So what the hell are they selling? What are they selling if the gameplay has no new development or significant enhancements? How can they sell it again? I think that Nintendo should say, you know what? You're not allowed to sell that on our platform if, you're, if it's the same game from last year. They should do that. They should do the same with Madden. If Madden ever comes to the Nintendo Switch, they should do the same with all of these games. And EA is certainly not the only one. Uh, but all of these games where they just keep releasing the same game over and over and over again with no new development or significant enhancements, I think that Nintendo and other platform holders should say, you know what? No, you're done. You're not allowed to dupe our customers like that. And, you know, somebody might say, well, hold on a sec, Bill. They put it on the store page. So 
you know, the customers should know. Yeah, all right, fine. The customers should know, but we all know how much reading people do. And somebody might say, well, Bill, it's on the customer for because they chose not to read that. And that is a valid point. If we're playing devil's advocate, that is a valid point. But you know what? I think that Nintendo as a platform holder has the... I can't think of the word. The, I don't know. They they have a duty to protect the customer from predatory nonsense like this. Anyway, moving on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Pokemon fans, sword and shield players, get ready. You get to have uh, Pikachu wearing a hat. All right. Are you ready for that? I don't know if you are because I'm looking at this and it looks kind of cool. Um, if you want to have Pikachu wearing the original Ash hat, like if you watch the original cartoons, I remember my son was watching them and I have to say, I never watched them when I was younger, but they were actually pretty rad. They were pretty funny. Like my son and I were sitting there and that girl was mad about her bicycle and she was always yelling at Ash and I thought it was great. And in that you would often see Pikachu like stealing Ash's hat and wearing it. Well, you can now get uh, Pikachu in Sword and Shield with that hat. And then there's a, there's another hat that you can get and even a third hat that you can get. And it looks like there's a, a bunch of different hats that you can get. Um, the codes are listed over at Nintendo Life. Uh, they are like Pikachu Get for a code or I Choose You or Pika Advance or Volta, Voltac Leptica. I don't know. Uh, they're they're all with you know ones and in and zeros instead of actual like letters and stuff. So if you actually want to see what the codes are, um, head on over to runjumpstomp.com. This is episode five hundred and ninety-two, and you can see um, the codes that are now available. Now, if you have these codes, what you have to do is you launch Pokemon Sword and Shield. You go to Mystery Gift. You so you select Get a Mystery Gift, and then uh, one with a password. You connect to the internet, you enter the password, uh, and then it will give you uh, whatever the thing is. In this case, it's uh, Pikachu wearing a hat. And then make sure that you save your game afterwards. Kind of cool. I don't care. But I know my son will be excited for this, so I'll send it to him because it looks cool.
Speaking of things that are available, I'm not sure if this is actually available or not. Uh, so I saw Wario64 tweet this out, and immediately I posted it in our community Discord. Uh, if you did not know, we have a community Discord over at runjumpstomp.com. In that community Discord, there is a channel called Now in Stock, where when you find something that is now in stock, you know, something that's usually hard to find, people post links in there, and we use the everybody tag in order to make sure that everybody sees it. Um, I did not use the everybody tag in this case because I wasn't sure if it was actually available. If you didn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary pin set number one, and it's got a skew of whatever, and then it says it is $0, right? Now, how do you buy this? Well, you have to have a Nintendo code. Uh, You can visit my.nintendo.com for details. So I said, all right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to click on my.nintendo.com. And I brought it up on the or, uh, on my web browser. And I started looking around. And I was like, oh, redeem points. I must have to go into the redeem points section. So I went into the redeem points section. And I looked around. And I can't find where you get this code. So why would they post this without there being an availability for a code so that you could then put the code in and uh, get your pin set for um, for Super Mario Brothers 30, 35th anniversary. Here's what I think is happening. There are people out there who did the first part, the, the first part where you redeem it and got a code. And then when they went to put the code in, Nintendo said, sorry, we're all out of that. Which is why I didn't talk about it on the show before, because I didn't want to tell people, hey, go get it, because they were all out of them. It was sold out, like, almost instantaneously. Well, now it's back on Nintendo's website. So if you're one of those people who went out and you got the code, now you can take that code and you can apply it and still get your pin set. So I would would do this sooner rather than later, and there are links to what you got to do in the show notes. I could not get the code. I couldn't figure out how to get the code. But if you're one of those people who already had the code, I'm going to say the code like that every single time that I say the code. If you're one of those people that has a code, then go put it in and get your pin set and then take a picture and tweet it at me at runjumpstomp because I want to see uh, these awesome pins. I would love to get these pins and like have them on the shelf behind me or on my backpack. I have some I have some pins on my backpack and these would look awesome on there. They're very, very retro, uh, very 90s uh, uh, Mario pins. I think that they look awesome. But anyway, now you know and you know, knowing's half the battle. And now it's time for the mailbag. I've got two quick, uh, actually, maybe more. Let me actually head into, um, this is on the fly. I'm going to head into our community Discord, which I mentioned before. And there's a couple of questions that are in our community Discord mailbag channel. Uh, Gazaraki said, do you think Nintendo will have an event, DLC, or something else for Luigi's Mansion 3 this Halloween? Gazaraki, that is a great question. 
Um, you know, L Luigi's Mansion 3 is a wonderful game. It's super, super fun. If you have not picked that up and played it, you absolutely should. It's really, really good. And it, it's going to be a year old. It came out in October of last year, and it makes perfect sense for them to um, do some kind of event. Did they have time to make an event? You know, with COVID slowing everything down, did they have time to uh, create something as like a Halloween event in Luigi's Mansion 3? I'll tell you what, if Nintendo did... Like, if they made it a regular thing every year where there's a Luigi's Mansion 3 event in, at Halloween time, that would be really awesome. And it would sell a lot more copies of Luigi's Mansion 3. So, I do not have an answer to your question, but I think it's a great question. All right. Moving on, uh, Tim Smith said uh, on Twitter, they said, Run, Jump, Stomp, is there a playlist of all the music featured on Switchcraft somewhere? I assume that you're talking about the new music that I've been putting on the show recently. And yes, there is. If you go on pretty much any of the, um, any of the, the, the music sites, you know, like Spotify or YouTube Music or Apple Music, whatever it is that you prefer to use, for the most part, it should be there. And if you just type in stream beats, then uh, you'll probably find it. Or you can type in Harris Heller. Um, it's all like copyright free. So um, Harris Heller is, uh, you know, a guy who talks a lot about, you know, streaming on Twitch and stuff like that. And he hired a bunch of music producers to make a bunch of music that he owns the rights to. And then he said, go forth and use it on your podcasts, on your YouTube videos, on your um, uh, on your Twitch streams and stuff like that. And so that's where this music is coming from. And it's, it's also like the style of music that I really like. So that's why I've been using it so much. Uh, but that's where you can find it. Uh, just look for Stream Beats or look for Harris Heller. And that's where the music is coming from. And um, thank you very much for the question, Tim. I'm glad that you're enjoying the music. I got another question. Uh, this is not a question. This is a question. Well, it is a question. It's a question for me. I got a couple of answers. I said, now that we've played Mario 35, what other 8-bit Battle Royale games do you want? I said that I want an 8-bit Battle Royale based on the original Zelda map. What eyes can we get? What I'm sorry. What ideas can we get? for Nintendo to try out. And I got a couple of uh, answers. The first one said, I'd be very intrigued to see the idea of an 8-bit Battle Royale for Donkey Kong Country or perhaps Star Fox. Okay, so just so you're aware, this one that one comes from Substorm Zero. Um, those are both 16-bit games, which while, yes, I said 8-bit, I think 16-bit is perfectly fine. But if I didn't correct you, then angry people on the internet would be furiously typing uh, emails to me. Bill, you can't have a podcast about Nintendo if you don't know that Star Fox and Donkey Kong Country are 16-bit games. I am aware. In this case, uh, Ariel simply, I assume, thought that I meant retro. Okay? So anyway, let's see what they said. Nintendo has plenty of intellectual property they don't have a lot going on at the moment. They've been sitting on Kirby and Metroid, which are their other two series. I could see being heavy hitters on the Switch. And I do agree that they have they do Nintendo tends to sit on their IP. 
let me think about this for a second, though. Donkey Kong Country or perhaps Star Fox. Now, Donkey Kong Country, I suppose that could work if you played it the same way that Mar- Super Mario 35 did, where as you defeat enemies, they show up in the other person's or other people's levels. That's one way to do it. But Star Fox as a battle royale game, that sounds really, really cool. I look, we we for the last couple of years we had those rumors of a of a Star Fox racing game. You guys remember those rumors? For a while there, that's all we were talking about every single episode. Oh man, when's this Star Fox racing game coming out? Um, never apparently. Uh, so I think that that's a really great idea. A Star Fox battle royale would be really really fun, especially if it had the original graphics the original sound not having a a whole bunch of updated stuff just have it be super retro that would be really really cool i think that's a a great idea uh rasper says contra uh gradius mega man ninja gaiden maybe even castlevania all could work of those that he just listed off i think the ones that would be the most fun at least for me would probably be I would really like Castlevania. Um, you know, it's got a really good variety of enemies for you to fight. And, um, you know, you know, as you kill somebody, you could get like, like, let's say that I'm playing and I get hit and I don't have like the best whip right now. But then I kill an enemy and then the enemy goes to, um, you know, somebody else's screen and kills them. I would get like their upgrades and stuff. That would be really cool. I would like that. Uh, I would like that a lot. Uh, Capsule J here in our live chat on Twitch says, I want a giant 100 person balloon fight or joust. That would be really cool. I would prefer balloon fight to joust. And you could even have those little, if you've never played, played balloon fight, there's a, um, there's a, a mode uh, where there's all of these little electricity things floating around and you have to avoid those, you could have those slowly swarming in from the outside, making it smaller and smaller and smaller, uh, forcing everybody to the middle. I think that that's a really great idea, Capsule J. Uh, anyway, let's uh, move on. And that's actually it for the show today. There's not a lot of Nintendo news for me to talk about. So uh, let's wrap everything up. I want to say thank you to our patrons. You guys are amazing. Uh, I really do appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of producers. The producers are the people who have joined over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp at the producer level or higher. That would be people like Matt Hadfield, John Eisenmanger, Bowser, Travis McGuire, Joycephine, and... Thanks for listening. Um, I also want to say thank you to our... I don't say this often enough, but I want to say thank you to our Twitch subscribers. Uh, These are people who subscribe over on Twitch. You might not be aware, but you can be one of those people for free if you're already an Amazon Prime user. So a lot of people use Amazon Prime for like the free shipping and stuff, but it also comes with a free Twitch Prime subscription which you can then go to Twitch and subscribe to your favorite streamer. doesn't have to be me, but it's awesome if it is. 
uh, go to Twitch, subscribe to your favorite streamer, and they get the same amount of money that they would get if if you were just subscribing to them by paying. They get three bucks a month um, for free. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and Amazon just kicks that person a little extra scratch, which is really, really cool. Uh, so thank you to the people who did that. Earlier today we had uh, Vaxer subscribe for 33 months. Uh, thank you very much for that, Vaxer. He's an awesome, uh, awesome uh, community moderator. And Darren Pogue subscribed for... Uh, subscribed? Yeah, subscribed. Wasn't sure if I said it right. He subscribed for six months a row. In a row. Anyway, that's it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Thank you guys for listening. I'm out of here. Um, we've got a long weekend coming up this weekend and uh i don't know if i'm going to do an episode on monday if i don't then i'll do an episode on tuesday all right i'll see you guys around have an awesome long weekend enjoy yourselves bye everyone